All right. Uh, Cash, do a, do a, a station ID. Hold on. We've got to start again because I, I, I got to have a name. Otherwise, I'm just going to do something racist. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Uh, if this going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potato. Oh, I'm here just a little bit sweet, but I'm tripping out. This is an all gibberish episode of Jonah Rosalzel with Yuzega Zazashel Atchul. All right, people are actually going to take that seriously after the Neil is imaginary episode and the other <laughs> dumb stuff. They're like, all right, I don't need to listen to this. Quack a neckle, Wasus. Now also Mahonars here. Wing Jababo. I'm not going to do that. Neil, oh man, it's, you know, it's so. It's so hard being your friend because you're always so much cooler than anything that happens. <laughs> I also like that. I'm not gonna. Per, I'm not gonna participate in, in any of that gibberish as I sit here in my Drax Dem Sclounch shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Can feel Drax Dem Sclounce. Sclounsk. Sclounced. Yeah, sclounced. Um, so it is time for Jonah Radio. Uh, and we're doing this on a Friday. And hopefully we'll get this to you on the day because that's exciting. Yeah. What, what an instant thing. I'm wearing my Idols shirt because it is Idols Day. Uh, their new album, Ultra Mono, just came out today. And that's very exciting for me because they're one of my new favorite bands. That's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm sharp, sharp pink jersey. It is very nice. It's very, and it's long. It's a long shirt. You don't get that. I don't get like shirts that are my lengthwise that also fit my body. Ah, it's this new, it's this new Corona uh, fashion style. You either have... I ate too much or I haven't been eating. Those are the two choices <laughs> that you can click. Um, but uh, yeah, so Cash, you are now up in Santa Cruz, California. Um, how was it up there? It's it's nice. It's real beautiful. Apparently, it's supposed to get fiery this weekend. So, you know, there, there'll be that. But uh, other than that, uh, everything, is, everything is great, guys. There's so less amount of people here. There's just like less. I mean, my wife. So sort of the same people, but there's less people surrounding us. Um, yeah. It's great. Uh, it's really nice. And uh, it's a, uh, I invite all of you, both the people on the podcast and listening, come on up. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, we got a yard now. Nice. We camp. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's great. fun. That's very exciting. And you, did you, uh, start, you started work? I did. I started work. Uh, brand new, uh, not brand new job, but uh, same old job, new place, uh, completely different uh, let me tell you, uh, the uh, the Trader Joe's in on the edge of the wilderness in Santa Cruz, and the Trader Joe's literally in the middle of the fucking craziness in West Hollywood could not be two different places. Um, <laughs> uh, but everybody's been really nice. Um, I did figure out that uh, my memory is for faces uh, because I cannot fucking tell the difference between my coworkers at this point because everybody's wearing masks. So I was like, oh. Tall guy with a beard. Okay. Yeah, you're one of seven people. And then you realize you're just looking in a mirror. Yeah. No, that happened. <laughs> I was like, why why is there fish swimming through my face? And then I try reach down, try and grab the fish, and my face disappears. <laughs> uh Neil, you're uh you're editing uh some music video stuff. You didn't like you yep. you're, you're in the middle of like a, two different ones right now, actually. You just finished I know we fin we finished the one for uh the Mc Mitch McConnell thing that came yeah. out yesterday or the day before. We'll Mitch play McConnell. That, we'll play that later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mitch McConnell I thought, was like he's he's a trap DJ. Oh, I, I thought it was. I thought you were trying to recall Norm McDonald. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I guess that's more Canada's job yeah. problem than ours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we should uh, hurry up and uh, replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Mc, Mitch <laughs> McDonald. McDonald. Yeah. 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 Oh man! If only the comedy clubs were open. Yeah. <laughs> um and then are you are you allowed to say what the one you're working on now is or is that a, um that's a yeah it's um it's a video by 
the postal service that's also plugging the postal service oh great Hmm. neil's neil's like found a way to like really blend in his uh his politics and his music taste Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i just thought it was weird the order that the they got all the letter carriers to get people to buy that band buy that album (laughs) yeah right um, well, we are going to get this show started. Um, like I said, it's Idols Day. The new album, Ultramano, came out. Uh, I've listened through it once already, uh, and it is really, really good. I like it a lot. Um, I'm going to play a song from it called Anxiety. Uh, and uh, when we come back, we'll get into some hoza hoes. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> McDonald, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Hey, all right. That was the new idol's anxiety. Uh, very good. That's a lot fantastic. Of yeah, yeah, a lot of bangers on that thing, man. It's really, really good. I was worried because it's like the singles that were coming out were all good. And I was just like, I hope it's not one of those things where it's like, you know, like you only really like the songs. Like, it's like they clearly put out the best songs for it, but there's some stuff in there and you're just like, oh shit, that's even better than that one, one of the singles they put out. So I was really stoked on that. Yeah. Really? Oh my God. Um, well, God, I don't know what else to do. Ooh. I, you know what? what this week, uh, I was out there, you know, working, hearing some chatter, and I think. We should probably talk. I'm in the music news. Oh, Cash, what a great idea. Oh, my God, why didn't I? 
I don't know. Why didn't I think of that? It just came to me kind of over the course of the week. Just, yeah! Just little things here and there and just kind of added it up. Holy shit! Because we're, we're a music podcast. Yes. We, we, we converse in the music worlds. Neil? Do we do. So here we go. We all know the band Anthrax. Thrash, Metal, Legends, Anthrax. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out an album in the 80s called Spreading the Disease. Well, now they're hoping to stop it because they are putting out a hand sanitizer called Stop Spreading the Disease. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's great for them. Uh, it's nice to see them getting it. You're feeling a... Well? You feel... Neil, do you, is, is Cash glitching out for you too or is it just me? A little bit. Mm. Cash, turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone if you can. That is a My good call. In the other room. There we yeah, go. Yeah, so you should turn off the Wi-Fi though. It's more because it's like pulling from the router. That's the that's the reason why you turn the Wi-Fi off on your phone. Uh, so there's like more bandwidth for the music news, and I'm doing this not because I want to hear you guys, but it's for the music news. <laughs> I appreciate your sacrifices. It's yes. really nice of you to do that. So yeah, next time you guys get a chance. Turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone. That goes for listeners, too. If you're streaming this, turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone. Yes. What other bands would be good to have, uh, like, their own hand sanitizer? Like, uh, I guess, um, I mean, if if the Fat Boys ever put out another album as the Disorderlies, uh, I guess that, that would, would be That would be. Yeah, you, your medical-themed bands, which I say, and now I'm trying to think of a medical-themed band. What um, was the band? What was the band that wore the, the band from like the early 2000s that wore like the face? Not metric? No, not metric. Um, they were like the, the masks. Uh, Slipknot? No. <laughs> um, I was going to say na- Napalm Death, but that's not really a hand sanitizer situation. Your, your hands are just going to get eaten off by the, the napalm. Yeah. Um, uh, Anthrax- Wasn't there a guy in Prince's band that dressed like a doctor? Uh, I believe so. Although my, my connection to Prince is, I'm, you know, I'm always just his, his animal magnetism was all I was looking at. Um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cash, watch the, watch the mic on your beard, by the way. Thank you. Scratchy, scratchy. Uh, um, when it comes to Trent Reznor, of course, we all think of soundtracks. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. He just did, uh. The Watchmen? Didn't he win for the Watchmen last week? Exactly. And because of that Watchmen Emmy win, that means Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are a Tony Award away from being EGOT winners. Ooh. The Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Quadfecta. What, what, uh, so a lot of these, what, what existing property do you think Trent Reznor is going to uh, turn into a musical? Like, uh, is he going to make the movie, like, is he going to make the Captain America Civil War the musical, or is he going to make... Uh, Ele- an Elephant Man musical? Ooh, that good. would be really interesting. Get David yeah, Lynch back. Yeah, yeah what about uh, <laughs> uh, the 1920s uh, Todd Browning classic Freaks, the musical? Oh, that's a good... Uh, okay. Isn't that already a musical? Is it? I think there's, there was some sort of attempt at it. Um, how about uh, The Warriors? <laughs> the warriors that you know the warriors would be really great for a musical yeah it's just, just because about, yeah it's all ahead. the all the costumes all like yeah. it's like and it's all the different set pieces so it's like as the warriors are going through you know the sets can change wow. and then like the like the new you know kind of uh people come in and then it's a whole dance sequence probably one of the one of the uh, dance sequences would mimic the um knife fight from uh the beat it video from michael jackson <laughs> oh yeah and yeah. then you get you build a whole song around sampling or doing like like a stomp version of the bottles clinking oh there you go clink, clink, yeah. Clink. yeah warriors come out to brush on the stage brush brush on the stage <laughs> they get those stomp guys back and yeah. Dang here. yeah yeah exactly and then there, it's like well maybe that's what the warrior that's what the warriors musical is it's just other uh it's like all the other gangs are like their stomp is one of the gangs the blue man group is another one of the gangs <laughs> yeah yeah they're they're not trying to get uh back to coney island anymore they're just trying to get down broadway yeah exactly <laughs> it's like oh no we've come into the territory of the the mormons and then it's, uh, you know, the Book of Mormon people coming in. Hello. I, Mandy Patenkin plays the, the gang leader that uh, attempts to assemble all of them and get shot. 
Just yes. can you dig it? Cardboard yeah, and, and, and a coffee cup. And uh, Charlemagne the God plays the DJ. Uh, the, there you the, go. Like tell, telling uh, everyone where you know the warriors are at and what's going on. But who would yeah. play? Oh shit! What's his name? What's the main guy? The can you dig it guy? Uh, you Lin said Mel that would be Patinkin? Did you say that I, would be Patinkin? That would be Patinkin, but I'm going to take yes. it back. That's Lin Manuel, Manuel Miranda. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda will be the 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 head leader of every gang. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick change costumes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get so on that we, face paint. We recently talked about um, uh, how. Uh, oh yeah, I, I just thought the the baseball furies could also. Uh, uh, just be like they're upset um, because they like they have no crowds at their games, and that's why they're off to get the <laughs> Warriors. They're just trying to recruit people to stand, be in the stands. Yeah. Um, recently, we reported that Van Morrison, singer Van Morrison, uh, is putting out three songs of uh, uh, anti-mask wearing um, COVID nineteen songs. Um, he has already rallied against the pseudoscience that has shaped the COVID nineteen pandemic, uh, in his words, and um, he made a song called Born to be Free. And um, let's just listen to a little bit of it. You want to hear, guys, want to hear just yeah. a little bit of just this? A, just a tiny bit. So far, it just sounds like library music. Well, well, the birds in the trees. As they know we were born to be free. At this point, could be about anything. Yeah. Don't need the government uh -oh. cramping uh -oh. my style. Give them an inch, they take a mile. Take you in with a phony smile. Wouldn't you agree? You can definitely hear some first. And you like, know I'm only doing this once. It's not normal. <laughs> No kind of normal at all. Everyone seems to have amnesia. Just trying to remember the Berlin Wall. Some kind of new old the first of three anti-masker anti-covid um, hysteria songs from uh irishman van morrison i know i know i said this uh, to you guys earlier but this is a guy an irish guy who lived through the troubles where everybody was blowing each other up and was completely silent and motherfuckers <laughs> been inside for six months and is like we gotta do something about it <laughs> Neil, as as in, uh, uh, I don't want to butcher how it's said. Irish, Irish person, an Irishman. Yes, that's yes. okay. <laughs> as a proud Irishman, um, uh, how do you feel about your uh, your, your country's biggest star? Ilana. Then Lizzie, yeah. I think he's great. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, Phil Lynott would uh, be an anti-masker? Uh, no, I think he would. I think he would get in line. He had a mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, that, like, is that set the dividing line these days? Well, it's like an air, air filter for your nose. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because it's like not only uh, Van Morrison, but also uh, Noel Gallagher, very uh, anti-mask. Um, uh, and also uh, the singer from the Stone Roses. So like, uh, yeah, the Manchester scene, um, very much having a lot in common with... Uh... Industrial City, they're used to shit in the air. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, what if the Beatles, like like the remaining Beatles all came out? Do you think that would make an impact? It's like fucking Ringo. Well, if Ringo did it, everybody would be like, eh, fucking Ringo. But if Paul did it, everybody would be like, hmm. Hmm, interesting. That's when it's like... It's it's always that thing of like when you think someone gets super 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 rich that they now know about other stuff and it's a one of my favorite anecdotes about our uh, dear departed friend Brody Stevens 
uh, when uh, Zach Galifianakis, his buddy from a long time, uh, became super famous. Like Zach was always like you know popular in comedy, but then he after the Hang Hangover movie, Zach Galifianakis <clears throat> became a superstar, and uh, him and um, uh, Brody went to go get lunch. And then Brody asked Zach uh, secretly, he's like, hey, now that you're super rich and famous, do you have any more information on UFOs? <laughs> uh, oh, Brody. And then yeah. they got back on Zach's Vespa and drove away together. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then they hit up Tom DeLong and Brody got the scoop. Brody got the scoop from DeLong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Space spiders. Um, Neil, weren't you talking about uh, recently about like how like that Tom DeLonge voice that he does? Uh, actually, someone did an um, like a background check on like why he sings like that and where it comes from. I don't think so. Yeah, so it, you were talking about how it's like uh, the the way he he talks. Um, it comes from like a like a regional like a white kid trying to sound like a Latino in the area he grew up. Oh, makes sense though. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that a lot, actually, especially yeah. in Santa Cruz. You get yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Well, if we ever had that episode that was lost, you would hear Neil talk about that and tell us about that, <laughs> which is very interesting. Neil, again, I know I had this, uh, I've said this before, puzzles, crossword puzzles, any kind of brain games. Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Tetris, that sounds fun. Yeah, Tetris is fun. Um, In legal music news, legal music news, Bill Murray uh, is receiving legal threats from the Doobie Brothers. Ooh, 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 those are my local boys. They they literally wrote a song uh, about the hills above Santa Cruz, which is where I'm sitting right now. Yay. Uh, So this is what they, uh, this is what the Doobie Brothers' lawyer sent. Dear Mr. Murray, we're writing on behalf of our clients, the Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers performed and recorded the song, Listen to the Music, which Tom Johnson of the Doobie Brothers wrote. It's a fine song. I know you agree because you keep using it in ads for your zero hucks given golf shirts. However, given that you haven't paid to use it, maybe you should change the name to zero bucks given. We understand that you're running other ads using music from other of our clients. It seems like the only person who uses our clients' music without permission more than you do is Donald Trump. This is the part where I'm supposed to cite the United States Copyright Act uh, uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, tell you you're not complying with some subparagraph that I'm too lazy to look up and threaten you with eternal damnation for doing so. But you already earned that with those Garfield movies. And you already know that you can't use music and ads without paying for it. We'd almost be okay with it if the shirts weren't so damn ugly. But it is what it is. So in the immortal words of John Paul Sartre, au revoir, golfer et paez. That's, pretty, that's their lawyer. That's a pretty good, straightforward legal complaint. Like he's like, yeah. oh, I'm not, I'm not going to bother with this. You know, you fucked up. Um, that's a very strange way to approach it. <laughs> yes. No, for sure. Um, uh, it reminded me. Have you ever heard of the the NFL letter? The the the. So in the '70s, a guy wrote to a, a lawyer wrote to the Cleveland Browns and com- was complaining about people making paper airplanes out of their programs and that if somebody loses an eye, he's gonna sue them. Um, very, this, and this is like Jeez. 74, this is before crazy lawsuits. This is what the lawyer for the Cleveland Browns wrote back. Uh, Dear Mr. Cox, attaches a letter that we received on November 19th, 1974. I feel that you should be aware that some asshole is citing your name to stupid letters. Very clearly yours. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. That's, that's really awesome. the, and and ever since I saw that, I was like, "That's all legal letters need to be." Is just like immediately going like, "Hey, this is too stupid to be a real thing, but you're implicated somehow." <laughs> yeah. Um. That's fantastic. Yeah, Bill Murray for for a guy who has the love and respect of America, he sure is involved in some shitty, stupid, uh, like money making activities. Like yeah. Shirts, all his weird golf stuff. Yeah, there was a restaurant, I think, for a little bit. Yeah, he's, Wal- he's still- Wahlburgers. <laughs> Bill Murray's behind Wahlburgers. Yeah. Doesn't he yeah. have like a majority stake in like a minor league baseball team too? He does. I think so in South Carolina, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, recently, um, in an interview, because uh, Sufjan Stevens just put out a new uh, album today. Ooh, Rhode and- Island. 
Uh, yeah, he's finally going through the 50 states. Um, but he said, uh, uh, when talking about how he performed at the um, Oscars in 2018 for Call Me By Your Name, uh, he says about it, honestly, one of the most traumatizing experiences of my entire life. Um, he went on to describe it as a horrifying Scientology end of the year prom and represented everything I hate about America and popular culture. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't it enough downbeat moments about streets named after Polish people, apparently. I've only heard <laughs> that one album. Um, <laughs> um, there was a, uh, <clears throat> in the uh, Elliot Smith documentary, it's like there was an interview where they were talking about, how, like, it's like when he played the Oscars. Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, uh, but yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, I think it, everyone just kept on asking me if I was nervous and I felt bad for people thinking I would be nervous. So I just told them I was. Because <laughs> like, I guess oh, I yeah. said Cher, Cher came up to him. Hey, you're going to be great. Like he just like, he didn't want like, because everyone was wanted to like coddle him. And yeah. so he just like allowed it to happen. <laughs> I have imposter disease over my not having uh uh, anxiety about doing this yeah, yeah. exactly um and in new release today a new single from you guys are gonna love this you guys are gonna love this vin diesel put out a song today is it about his D, &D group because he's been doing a lot of stuff about that i wish i wish it was but oh. it's not it's a house song um oh, called boy. feel like i do here we're gonna listen to a little bit of it guys and see how if it really just gets you going. He also says, uh, for so long I've been promising to release music, encouraged by you to step out of my comfort zone. pretty much just what it is yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's serviceable it's fine i mean i don't listen to that type of music but yeah you know sounds like a, a, a pool poolside in vegas or something yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah exactly um but uh that <clears throat> is it for music news we're gonna stop now with a uh a track uh submitted to us uh we played a, a song of uh theirs before but it's uh danny carney chainsaw um shit fucking i fucking always forget the whole name of this fucking um danny carney chainsaw symphony i wanted to get it right uh but uh we played a song uh from the cp before i really like it this one uh has a real like cool like kind of cars uh gary newman vibe to it uh but it's called nice blinker and more radio when we get back let's get excited guys let's have fun how about that
Hey, this is Kieran Knightley, and you're listening to Joner Radio. Hey guys, it's Cash, here to talk to you about Keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. You can get treated with home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online, very important these days, and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months, so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps offers generic versions of their medication. Of the only true FDA-approved hair loss products out there, you may have tried them before, but you've probably never tried them for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash radio to receive your first first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O radio. All right, guys. Yeah, right. Thanks, Kieran Knightley. You sound different when recorded, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. Neil, I, I noticed you're watching your TV a lot. Is there a game on right now? Uh, no, uh, Castaway. <laughs> I don't remember this being so super long before he gets to the island. It's been on for like a half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah they really build up to it. They stretch it out a little bit. They knew you were you were coming for the island, so they they're like, it's built yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for uh, to see that shit. Um, okay, quick question for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Top five albums Tom Hanks should listen to on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> All of Rita Wilson's. Uh, guys, it is time for Today in Music. Oh, where I go to a site and talk about the things that it says. But more importantly, when I was doing there, there wasn't that many interesting things. The uh, birthdays today, you got Will Smith, Fresh Prince. Uh, you got Donald Glover. Um, and you got... Uh, that's it. You got Yeah, you just got Childish you got, Gambino. And that, you got two rappers with TV shows. That's Those yeah. are the only two people. The only two people, of course, uh, that were born. But another person that was born in today, September 25th, 1930, was Shel Silverstein. Oh. Hey, American, poet, American poet, singer, songwriter, cartoonist, screenwriter, and author of children's books. Um, he uh, is the person who wrote A Boy Named Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, that's me. I wasn't on silent. Um, uh he wrote A Boy Named Sue and was made, of course, very popular by Johnny Cash. They even played it together on TV once. Um, and here's a little clip of that. Well, my daddy left home when I was three and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. So far, just... Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle, and I'd get red, and some guy'd laugh, and I'd bust his head. I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. Well, I grew up. You know what? That's not the version from the TV show where they did it together on the Johnny. No, because uh, that's the one where uh, that's literally like him playing it the first time because people are laughing. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, oh, it's a joke, and they're like, oh, yeah. You did, but you did I, that. I don't know if you know this, but he did put out a prequel song. Really? Uh, to that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, years ago, I wrote a song called "A Boy Named Sue," and that was okay and everything. Except <laughs> then I started to think about it, and I thought it is unfair. I am, I am looking at the whole thing from the poor kid's point of view. And as I get more older and more fatherly, <laughs> I begin to look at things from old man's point of view. So I decided to give the old man equal. Didn't he, didn't he almost kind of sound like Duncan Trussell right there? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, a little bit. 
Have, yeah. you, have you seen pictures of Shel Silverstein? He kind of looks yeah. like Duncan Trussell. He, uh, he aging looks poorly. psychotic. It's yeah. like when you go, it's like, hey, here's a really uh, eccentric children's uh, uh, author. Uh, okay, let me see a picture of I have an idea where they probably wear like a crazy shirt or something like that, have puppy hair. It's like, no, he looks like a, he looks like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Yeah, I left home when a kid was three, and it sure felt good to be fancy free, though I knew it wasn't quite the fatherly thing to do. But that kid kept screaming and throwing up and pissing in his pants till I had enough, so just for revenge, I went and named him Sue. Yeah. <laughs> his intro made it seem like it was going to be like an apology. Yeah, yeah. Like, now that I'm older than that. Yeah, fatherly, you know, just and then like also it's just like yeah, he sucks. So I named him Sue. I wanted to fuck <laughs> this kid over, ruin my life. It's also weird to think about like if you ever go back and watch any of those documentaries, like about the uh, the Playboy Mansion in the seventies. Shel Silverstein is in every one of the pictures. He lived oh, really? at the he lived at the Playboy Mansion, which was so weird. Like he yeah. was one of uh, what's his name's like best friends and had his own room and like every playmate from like 70 to like 80 was like yeah he was a horn dog just a real uh, bon vivant yeah i wish i could get into that uh children's author slash playboy club <laughs> <laughs> um so uh cash had a great idea for a segment where we would talk <clears throat> about our favorite song intros um and uh, it, it, I think there's a great deal, like the first opening bars or riffs or something that kind of just like, you know, that has really, that you really like and what you feel sets up a, a song in a really great way. And uh, first I wanna play uh, um, the opening track from a Born Against album um, entitled Neil, uh, which uh, I find this is the best way I think I've ever heard an album and song opened up because uh, it really just is so funny. Hello, shit. We're born against, so suck my fucking lizard. Yeah, so uh, that's a great way to start anything. Hello, shit. Hello, shit. Hello, shit. You're not even, you're not a, you don't even know if it's multiple people or one person. It's just offensive. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and the next one, I think is just, it's, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite songs when just such a great intro to a song, because it's a great baseline and it just kind of just gets you pumped up for the song, uh, waiting room by Fugazi. Oh yeah. Classic. It's uh, it's so good, and it's just one of those things that just like, like, and even if you don't know the song, you like, you're like, it's it sounds like something's coming. That's what it yeah. sounds like. It sounds yeah. like something's coming. Yeah, almost uh, like even though they keep the up hall. that, and they almost keep that you know that pace like you know for up until the uh, you know the chorus part. But like, it's like even when like everything comes in, it's still the same pace. But it's like it's almost like a guy's walking down the hallway, and then like. Um, but like, it's like, you know, something's coming. And then like other people start to come out of doors in the hallway and join the guy as yeah. they're all going to go. And, you know, it's all just Norma Ray get leading the charge, you know? Uh, yeah. So um, those are, uh, those are mine uh, as far Great as like, picks. Uh, that, thank that, you. Thank you. That, that uh, Fugazi thing is so like, I can't believe I suggested it and it wasn't, uh, I, I suggested this topic and it wasn't inspired by that. Cause that is, uh, we've, uh, Neil used to use that as the intro for the M bar uh, when that to start the M bar the Q. Uh, so it has a lot of uh, it has a lot of connections for me. Yeah. But it's such a such a good riff. Very good. All right. Who's anyone going to share their screen or share their audio? Uh, Neil, you want to go next? Whiteboard. What the fuck? No, you're close. <laughs> you're close. Uh, go to the. No, not the screen, just the audio, Neil. It was in advanced options. Just just like a couple days ago. I know. I, <clears throat> I just screwed everything up, though. More? 
share computer sound. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to find this um, Speaking Canaries cover of, uh, uh, sorry, the Speaking Canaries cover of uh, Van Halen song. But I've, in keeping with our tradition of tiny kid drummers, I found this six-year-old playing it or playing along to it. Gong. Oh, look at that little gong. Kid's got the goods. I'll just play up to this first bill because it's fucking so funny to watch. You know what that reminds me of is like the any kung fu movie where you, the the good guy is about to fight a guy with nunchucks and there's like <laughs> ten, 10 seconds of just the, the the guy showing off with nunchucks right at the beginning. That's what the yeah. beginning of that film looks like. like <laughs> oh shit, we're in for a fucking fight. And then yeah, he just yeah. breaks into it. Yeah. Now he's just on mute and it's it looks pretty fantastic as well. Nice. Uh, uh, my second choice was uh, the song Honey Bucket by Melvins off their album Houdini. Yeah, it's just another good get you pumped kind of. And it's like what I like about it too is that like it's almost like the guitar starts and it's just like uh, it's like it's like it's like motherfuckers come on and then like the drums like okay fuck it yeah 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 out of Wisconsin, like, and they just have like a song that I love, but it just the, the start is just like a, a drum going like, like, and then the song starts, but it's just something <laughs> so like, just like quick and short. And it's not like an epic or like a crazy intro. It's just like, it's just fun. It's like a fun way to just hop into a song. It's like, it's like, yeah, we could do a click off or we could do like a real quick little, you know, thing. Little riff. Yeah. Um, okay. So mine is some of them aren't loading for some reason. Um, going oh uh, here we go so this is um i was talking about this over the dinner table my the parents are in san francisco and i said like yeah we're gonna do a list of like best opening riffs and then not even saying anything my mom just started singing this <laughs> Just a great, like, yeah. just a great intro, and then the horn line comes in and just like picks it up, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm into this, even if you don't particularly like that song. Sort of on the same, same level, I think she came up with this one too. Yeah, this is just it. it does, it's so kind of different from the song. The song is so like loud, and, but this is uh, this is a great intro for a really good song. Sort of going along with the the idea of like um, good opening riffs and like cinema, like the way like cinema movies, the way you like it, it can a um, good song can pull you into the song. This it can pull you in a movie the same way. And this is like this this is Pusher Man by Curtis Mayfield from Superfly, but it's just like immediately you're on that like okay, all right, all right now I know where we are. <laughs> kind of showing off. Like, all right, oh, okay, I know, I know the tone. Great, 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 great. 
this is uh, this is one of when I was a bartender. This was like my pump up song, and the open of this song is so great. This is <laughs> rock and roll, ain't noise pollution. It's uh, it's just the riff. This is the only thing that they're going to be playing the entire time, and it's that thing of like, okay, here's what it is, and then we're going to kick into it, and then him lighting a cigarette. Uh, to like start it is just that that feeling of like hey, no, I'm gonna need this. We're gonna we're gonna kick ass here in a second, but I'm I'm taking a second even in the song to get ready. To kick and then the one that actually did uh, inspire this the, when I texted you guys was I was listening to Screaming Females, and this is just like this throws you into the, the music so quickly. Like you're you're getting that's into kind of, that song and no, yeah, that's what I like. It's almost like what I was saying with that like tenement song, where it's just like it's like just a quick little, like you know, like just a little bitty, little riff. Yeah. In the end. But but right. it, but it puts you it puts you in the mindset. That's what the, like these great riffs are. Is like it just like points you towards the song and be like you get strap in because this is going to be. Uh, and it's hard. It's hard to write those great things. Hard to grab somebody's attention and. 10 seconds or something like that yeah definitely those are great picks great picks cash also i think we all forgot the the best opening uh sound to any song the both the, the best opening is uh this one <laughs> the, the wine core coming out for feel the pain by dinosaur jr that's a that's a good one yeah um but uh yeah so that's uh that's it for our show yeah did you, did you guys have a good time i had a yeah. great time that's a that's good 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 um uh, let us you... know uh what your favorite opening riffs are those we may not put them on the show but i would love to to hear them that's true yeah we could do a little addendum a little mm -hmm. callback segment well you know do it for the fan do it for the fan out there the one fan one fan well it's happening to have a fan. yeah what's happening right now in uh in just got to the island just walked oh the thank oh. god i thought it was never gonna happen has he violated his oath as a fedex guy and opened the packages yet that was a real no. that was a real moral point yeah. yeah oh boy what if he had gotten a tennis ball a can of tennis balls instead of just a, a volleyball it's yeah. still still same name, but he Wilson's. Wilson's. <laughs> I'm only down to my lamb down to my last Wilson. Um, yeah. All right. If you uh, liked any of the bands that you heard on the show today, check them out. If you want your music featured on this show, uh, send it to us. Jonah Radio, R A Y D I O at Gmail dot com. Uh, please uh, tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends to uh, send us their music. Tell your friends to listen to the show. Tell everyone you know to listen to the show. We like doing it. We like to have uh, spread the good word of tunes and music noons. Um, uh, okay, we're going to wrap it up with a song from Mets. They just put out some new stuff, and I am a huge fan of the Mets. And I also think that Neil really uh, would like the Mets as well, and that's why I'm going to play that. So this is Blind Youth Industrial Park. Thanks for tuning in, General Radio. Thank you, Neil Mahoney. Thank you, Cash Hartzell. We'll Thank see you, you both. next week. We'll see you next week. Just look for us.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.